Warriors Plus Minus is brought to you by Game Time, your new go-to app for the best deals on last-minute tickets. Ticket prices drop right before the game starts, and because Game Time tracks prices in real time from thousands of trusted sellers, they're able to show you the best last-minute deals. Prices can be up to 60% off. The Warriors come back to town on Monday. Uh, they've been gone for a while, but guess what? You are two taps away from getting Warriors tickets. One tap, two tap, tickets are yours. Yep, the Game Time app is simple, quick, and easy to navigate. So download the Game Time app in the Google Play or App Store and score last-minute deals on tickets up to 60% off. Plus minus. Tim Kawakami deserves all the credit. Plus minus. That is a word right there. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? Plus minus. Yeah, like, like you, Marcus Thompson. Marcus always tell the truth. Plus minus. The only thing that I would say to Ethan Strauss is that he's a pretty damn good reporter. Um, he's well plus respected. Minus. I think he got the highest plus minus in the season in NBA history. Warriors plus minus is back after one week off for the holidays. I've got Tim Kawakami with me, no solo act this time. I've got Ethan Strauss on the line. This is the official Warriors Blown Out in Atlanta edition. Uh, they they got schlanked pretty bad, right? <laughs> Can we call that a schlanking? A schlanking. <laughs> that's, that's pretty schlank. That's pretty. Doing that's dirty. a good reference. Doing, dir- doing dirty. Travis Schlank, uh, GM of the uh, Atlanta President Hawks. Now or President now. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, President yeah. of the Atlanta Hawks and former Golden State Warriors uh, assistant GM. Uh, so I'm sure I'm sure he took quite pleasure in that. I'm sure our guy Danny Martinez, who is also a part of his staff over there, loved it. Bashing the Warriors, uh, th- there there was a big deal made about how the Hawks uh, score or gave up 158 points to the Rockets and then completely shut down. Shut the down the Warriors, Warriors the, 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 the powerful Warriors. That's, are are that we making part- a big deal of that? I, I, other than it's not a big deal, it's just that the Warriors are bad, and we knew that. But this was this was the worst they've played since that Oklahoma City. I game, think you I put think. it. Yeah. I think you put it the best when you said the Warriors are now the team where you judge how bad the yeah. bad teams are. Yeah, we used to be how you judge how good the good teams are. Now it's how you judge how bad the bad teams are. And Atlanta's bad. So, but they're not but they're that. Not, they're bad, not that right? bad. They're not that bad. And the Warriors are really bad. Now there's some. Re- I mean, Chicago's like that's, that's, what, that's what I thought. Like Chicago, we saw they're horrendous. They are so bad. Atlanta at least can play some defense. They move the ball around a little bit. They got Trey Young. They can get hot. And yeah, and the Warriors. The, it was their worst game since Oklahoma City, I think. Just, just unwatchable. Or Ethan, did you, did you think they were good? Ethan was watching Australian basketball. You know what's weird is I actually I, I enjoy the Warriors games. It's just something about prospect potential. It's the same thing that has me watching Australian League in the middle of the night is I like seeing Pascal, for instance, uh, develop more of an assist game. The last two games, he's been he's been better as a distributor, and so I watch that. And I start watching these individual guys, and sometimes I lose the thread of how terrible it all is put together. But sometimes it is it is bad because not only do you have the lack of defensive talent and the lack of defensive communication, but offensively, with no Russell there and and, and Draymond not playing not playing that game just the lack of passing is so bad it's it's really pretty terrible and yet and yet not as depressing as the bulls you know the, the weird thing about them is as bad as they are they are not because the cavalry's coming and everybody knows it like at some point you get the reinforcements and the effort isn't dispute they're trying they're really trying they're just not very good that that makes it worse though right i mean <laughs> <laughs> they're out there the giving, it all. Well, they're giving yeah. it all they've got. Well, th- well, that's what made the first couple games really bad because they had most of their guys uh, other than Clay, and they were horrendous. Then Steph gets hurt. They kind of recalibrate. They're bad, but they're you know they're playing hard. They win a couple games. They lose a lot of games. Maybe the wall. They're hitting the wall a little bit just because this is who they are. They actually they shouldn't beat Atlanta in Atlanta. They really shouldn't. Atlanta's terrible, but they shouldn't beat them with the, with the players they're throwing out there, and. You know, we can sort through it, and, and it's still a short sample size, but 
Like, you know, we can see there's some guys washing out right now. And it doesn't mean they're washed out of their careers, but Jordan Poole should not be playing in the NBA. Should not be playing in the NBA. He's been a huge negative player for them. Just massive. Or, depending on your perspective, uh, the secret weapon in the tank job. Uh, <laughs> but I, what do you guys think of his comments about his progress? I don't have the the entire quote called up to memory where he was saying it's not life and death. It was one of those things where... Yeah, that that it that's true. And in many ways maybe that is the proper perspective to have as a human being, but I couldn't imagine you would see what he said given where he's at and if you're the Warriors or just a fan in many instances, um think positively about that. That there is almost a, a minimizing of of what's happening versus a, a a comment, and he's young, so you know it's who knows what to say in these situations or what we would say at his age. But you would prefer to hear something like, "I'm taking this extremely seriously and working my hardest." You, you prefer to him to it. say, "This is death. This feels like <laughs> yeah, death. this is death. This is life or death." <laughs> that might be a little. That might be a little. Another one. That, that, yeah, that sounds like an Amari Spellman press conference where the, it's just the, there's so much there's so much high drama to it, but. You would, I think you would prefer, you would prefer that. That, that. I mean, I think we've kind of gotten away from it in sports journalism of being too hot takey or um, being ultra judgmental. Or you get about called, some you of get, the, or, no, people still do it. They just get called on it more. Yeah, yeah. About some of these things that are a little abstract. But I did see that and I did go, yeah, that's not, that's not a positive indicator to see beyond what we're seeing on the court. What did you guys I don't make think, of it? I don't think that he said this is not life or death was necessarily the negative indicator but i do think it's it's if it sounds like a kid who's like it's getting to him and it sounded mm. like to me he's trying to figure out a way to make it okay that he's this bad right yep. and yeah like yep. he's trying to find an explanation that helps him sleep at night and that's where i, I was i was i was asking about this before but like in no other avenue of life is persistent and complete failure repeatedly like it doesn't get to you <laughs> like yeah if they i mean we're in december and they're just getting blasted and at some point you, you got to start wondering are there any negatives to this can you just keep taking it like that to, to be clear he said this is not life or death this is an activity comma a hobby um yeah uh yeah, and i, I think I, just, we, yeah, I mean i think without trying to microscope it too much i think this is a guy who's hearing criticism maybe you know this on this level for the first time he doesn't like it and he's trying to be cool about it and he has no counter either yeah yeah there's, like, yeah, there's, there's, yeah, there's no, no other answer yeah. and you know he's on this team that's highly scrutinized he's on this team that has podcasts that talk about them uh and he's trying to kind of absorb it and be stronger than it but he's not because he's playing so poorly it's it's just it's all the results it's not what he says it's not what he you know how he acts but it's the result and the results not there and it's a guy I think realizing he doesn't belong in the league right now and and he doesn't want to say it and the Warriors sure don't want to say it and his teammates don't want to say it they got his back Steph's got his back that's all fine but the stats he's shooting 26 percent I mean that's over a lot of games over a lot of minutes a lot of shots that doesn't belong in the NBA. I mean, I think, again, defensively he's not terrible. I, I think he moves the ball a little bit, but you can't shoot 26% in the league getting big minutes as a shooting guard. You can't do it. It's just, that's not an NBA player. And, and I think this is just kind of the process he's going through. He's clearly not happy with the criticism. He clearly is rolling his eyes at some of this. Too bad. It's the NBA. You're getting paid for it now. This is not college. It's not high school. Uh, you're getting paid to produce. You're drafted in the first round. If you don't produce, people are going to say you're not going to be produced. And, and when the people start coming back, he's not going to be playing anymore. Yeah, it can't be fun to be plugged into social media right now. And if you're him, just look at Twitter. I mean, if you search the name Jordan Poole, it's not going to be a pleasant experience. And I think what Marcus said is true, that there is probably some emotional guarding taking yeah, place. Yeah, which is fair, which is fair. But it's still you don't you don't want to see it. I think you want to see you, you, people like accountability and they like accountability for a reason. It's not just a show. I think that saying it is one thing and saying it isn't the same as doing it, but saying it is oftentimes a really good step and just saying, look, I'm playing terrible, but I also have the faith to work my way out of it is the kind of thing that you would want to hear. Hearing that 
he's almost checking out of it meaning a lot i think is is a fairly negative sign right now it's 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 a bad thing but I don't ultimately know he's checking out of it meaning a lot also i i do think sometimes they say the opposite of what's actually happening yep. that's think, also I, true i think yep. he's yep. saying He's he's trying to outwardly diminish it as not that yeah. big of a deal. If he scores thirty points, he's not. If he scores if he thirty scores points, 10 points yeah. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's not going to do the Jordan shrug. I think he's going to be he's going to be pretty excited if he has a good game. And so, yeah, I just I think that's one of those I mean, things. That's a little listen, bit I'm, I look. I know I've been on this hill before, and this is why you need a Jamal Crawford on yeah. the team. This is why you can't run nine 23-year-olds out there. Steph is not on the road. Clay is not on the road. Who's in this dude's head? Yeah, yeah. Who's talking to him? Well, they this were is counting, where yeah, veterans yeah, I matter know they were counting right on Alec Burks and Glenn Robinson, but they're not those guys. And, and they can't be the guys on this team when we know that Steph and Clay and Draymond are on it. Or too. they can't yeah. say, yo, how about you stop all the step back stuff? Yeah. You take another step back, you buying everybody dinner, right? Like, <laughs> like where do you need, you can't just run 23 guy, 23 year olds out there. You absolutely have to have veterans on the team. The Warriors were at their best, the greatest team they've ever had, included David West, mm-hmm. right? Nick Young, believe it or not. Like, there are dudes on the team who's Zaza like, Pachulia. yeah, who's got, who's got this. And now here's this, what, 19, 20-year-old kid who's never been through this before, who's playing the worst basketball of his life, and now there's like he's talking to Kai Bowman about it. <laughs> like, this is this no, no question. It's just it, it, you know, but you can't build a roster and say, well, what if Jordan Poole's so horrendous that we have you know? Was, that was supposed to be Steph, but that was supposed to be Steph. You know, that was supposed to be Steph, right? It was supposed to be. I mean, but it can't be Steph because Steph, if he's playing, he's yeah. got to go get you thirty. I know. I you mean, know, like, but it's just hard. I understand what you're saying, and at this point, I don't really disagree with you. But you can't just go, God, what if Jordan Poole is so ter- ter- horrendous? But and we still got to play him because everybody else is hurt. How do we support him? At some point, you got to support yourself. At the counter point, argument would be like, why are Pascal and Spellman overperforming? Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, they've got the same. They've got the same conditions now. Of course, Pascal looks like he's thirty-three. <laughs> I mean, he's twenty-three, but he looks like he's thirty-three. Pascal, by the way, four months younger than Ben Simmons. That just to put that in perspective. Which, in a way, you know, people always cite that stuff as as a negative because there's less upside. But there's also the upside of there's well, less he's getting be- <laughs> there's getting he's <laughs> he's better sooner. Yep. He's a productive NBA. You're getting player. It and, and, on his rookie on his rookie deal. By yeah, the way, on his rookie yeah, deal, yeah. absolutely. On his second round rookie deal, which yeah. is incredible. <laughs> You're going to be oh, pay- he's going to be in Warriors, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's going to be in his prime um, and on a rookie deal for 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 the Warriors. And yeah, so you've got these young guys who are overperforming, and I agree with both things. I agree with the idea that maybe an extra veteran presence could help, and I believe that stuff matters. But I also think that ultimately you do have to do it on your own, and in theory, you have you have the tools. There, and there's, yeah. yeah, there's some indicator out of this is what I'm I guess I'm saying if you look at it just pragmatically the way they have to do it to looking towards next season when they're going to be competitive again who's this is a shakeout who's the guy who are going to be the seventh eighth ninth men who who are those guys I think Jordan Poole's looking like an 11th man on next year's team and that's you know you know and that's but I do feel like you know I guess important to know but also not great for them when you draft a guy you Look, there's a, there's a part of sports where it's like, yo, what can you do for me? But you also should take some ownership of this dude's career. No question, no question. Like, you yeah. shouldn't just be like, ah, well, you're trash for us. Yep. You might ruin this dude's whole career. Yep. Like, and it's not not even just him, but every good player always talks about all oh, the vets I had. It was mm-hmm. my vets. Yep. It was my vets. And there just aren't any vets around. Yeah. Well, you know, like yeah, if they had Jarrett Jack on this team, yeah, like Jarrett Jack. I mean, they always talk about. We all know that these guys always talk always, about always. talk about Jarrett Jack. But at some point, and Draymond though, like, famously dismissed his vet. Yeah, <laughs> Jeremy. I still can't believe Jeremy Tyler was going to be his vet. Uh, but um, yeah, I, 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 again, I'm, this is a tough. This is tough yeah, to yeah. say. But Eric Pascal's. Pascal's proved that you can say, yeah, you know what? If he has a bad stretch, it doesn't matter because he's showed us something. What has Jordan Poole showed them? Like, at some point, Nemanja Nedovic was not worth any of it. Yeah, yeah. And at some point, Jordan Poole is not, if he continues to play like this, is not going to be worth it. And maybe others, maybe, or maybe he'll play great at some point, but this is now not an insignificant amount of time. 
This is a lot of time, and he is way far away from being a contributor on a, on a decent team. Like, so far away, it's, it's hard to believe, coming from a number one pick. And, you know, maybe he should have been taken the second round. I mean, that's where he was projected. And, you know, there are other guys like that who just kind of bounce around. He's going to be one of those bounce-around guys for a couple of years, I think. Is Pasco like... I'm not a first rounder for real. Is yeah. he thinking that? Like, <laughs> I think he is. Like yes. I could have had four million dollars. Yeah. I mean, not you, you know, me? not Jordan Poole per se. There's other guys yeah. he's taken like in in this I league. I mean, already. he's got a live look at one of no them. No question. No <laughs> like, question. Live look. Speaking of which, though, here's a guy who I, you know, who I thought would be this guy. Where you're like, what what is he doing on the team? Uh, Omari Spellman. Like especially early, it was like, like really, this is the guy they 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 actually wanted him. So far, though, he's he's actually become like this 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 player you want to see play. Like you want to hear him talk, you want to see him play. Like he's you exciting. Can watch the pro- what what the, what is this about? Is this real? It doesn't even feel real that Amari Spellman is like this intriguing player. Well, it it reminds uh, my my phrase: "Fat is potential in disguise." Um, where hey, a guy loses a bunch of weight. You don't know what kind of player he might be. You don't know what the ceiling might be. So there's an excitement factor there where he's lost all this weight and you wonder, okay, what's been underneath all that? And he plays with a tremendous amount of energy. And recently the shot has been a little bit flat from the outside. You you want him. I think that he's a really accurate shooter and a lot of it's about the arc uh, a lot of the time. And I also think right now the passing is so bad that he's not getting the ball in his proper spots, and I want to see a pick and roll with him and Russell when Russell comes back. But he just, I think a lot of it's the energy. A lot of it is is the force that he is playing with has made him an exciting player to watch. And I had to admit, I mean, he played terrible last night, but that happens. Yeah. I was looking at the game, and I go, who's that skinny number four on the Warriors? <laughs> like, I look like, who is that guy? I went, oh, my God. It's they added a small, yeah. they added a small <laughs> forward? Is Brandon, is Brandon Wright out there or something? I mean, I literally, wow, like, I, well, I, I just was trying to think of somebody like it. But oh, I, like, I did. Pool, yeah, that's a good pool. Yeah, I just didn't know. Who, I, like, had to look like, did they just sign somebody that I don't remember? Number four? Because he's a skinny guy now. And th- that's, that's how long it's been. We talk about small sample size. But he was kind of chunky at the start of the season. Remember that yeah. play? It was freeze-framed on Twitter where he gets this breakaway pass, and it's an easy dunk, and it ends up getting blocked yep. by Danilo Gallinari, mm-hmm. of all people. Yep. And it's like, yo, you can't convert this? Yep. Like he Back then, he was terrible. And it, it, this is the amount of time he's worked. And so that's why I kind of go back to Jordan Poole. I mean, again, a younger player. But this has been a lot of time for him to work on this game. And other guys have, have adjusted – and improved and moved towards this place where we can see them being really interesting contributors on a very good team, and they're important contributors on a bad team now. And it hasn't happened with Poole. Uh, getting off a of pool, but Spellman's got something, though. I mean, he's got, like, a will to just get in the play, get in the mix. Not saying he's Draymond. Draymond's the top level of that that we'll ever see. But Spellman's got something. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to chase down this guy. I'm going to go to dive on the floor. I'm going to mix it up, and those are the guys. Yeah, those are the guys that you can play in a, and, in a rotation. But he also has a, ski, a bankable skill. Yes, yes. Right? he like can shoot matters. the ball. He can shoot the ball. High energy, most Spates. You know, yeah, that, exactly. That, yeah, yeah. But although that's not really most Spates then. <laughs> 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 well, yeah, and it's funny because just when I see him right now, he's only shooting 32 percent from three, but. When I see him at practice and, and a lot of the time, it, like that shot looks like it could be dead on. And I do think the surrounding talent does matter. I think Poole has gotten his opportunities and has missed a lot of wide open shots. But, you know, you remember Clay not looking like the most efficient guy in the Mark Jackson system. Yeah, and then they move the ball differently. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was that? That's okay. No, we kind of almost finished that story. He almost he oh, thought okay. it, he thought it was due yesterday, and I'm trying to say, oh uh, yeah, if you just finish it, then we have it for yeah. next week. It's, we're well, we're story ahead. That's that's inside know, athletic Bay Area stuff. Inside, there, it's 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 <laughs> inside. Just like we could tell insider stories about Travis Schlenk and Travis Schlenk <laughs> being the scary bouncer of the Warriors and now being a GM, but or Travis yeah. Schlenk and Tommy hanging out on the road together during the playoffs. Oh, yeah. oh, that's some that's some good stuff as well. But <laughs> I I do think that Spellman would shoot better and more accurately and we will eventually see it when there's surrounding talent that can actually feed him the ball on those pick and pops and he will be more of a weapon like that and he's somebody you could envision in a good Warriors rotation if he progresses and ultimately 
the pool thing is so bad. It's so uncomfortably bad. It's it's really it's terrible to watch. I don't think any of us on it, even if we're not fans and we're not necessarily people who root, I do think that we want we want to see people succeed. We want to see people uh, reach their potential. We don't want to see a guy's career just go up in flames. So it's an uncomfortable thing yeah, to watch. Wanna, yeah, and I just say this might be what Nemanja Nedovic would have looked like if they played him a lot. Yeah, this is or, what this is what that looks like right here. And again, not killing. I mean, there's still plenty of time, but this is what it looks like. Or the Warriors. A lot of people, the Warriors, think that Mark Jackson ruined Nedovic. So you know, some of them still believe. And really, yeah, yeah he had some. He, I mean, he, had he some was good the European Derek Rose. He was. I mean, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. It, yeah, in twenty in twenty seventeen, he he shot fifty four percent from the field, and uh, you know, in Liga ACB. So you know, take that for what it's worth. But um, Ethan's but, getting that subscription is, yeah, back out here. He's just got to say it enough times. I just want to say here, one, the, watching that Atlanta game and others, it really it's a it's an oversimplification. But the difference between really good players and really bad players sometimes is can you make layups. Like, can you literally make a three-foot shot in traffic with guys jumping at you? These guys can't make layups. They can't. Like, they throw it off like the backboard. Like, Robinson it, misses so many layups. He gets so. there, too. Yeah, and yeah. I give him credit for getting there. Alec Burks does that yeah. spin, puts it's the so arm out. Pretty, yeah, it looks like, It looks fine. And it just never Sydney goes in. Yeah, until, yeah. until he shoots it. It never <laughs> goes in. And like, in my mind, that's like, that's why these guys all have similar talents. They all, you know, have similar builds. Alec Burks looks like a guy that you could plug right in on a good team. Those shots, not just that, but if you want to pick one thing is can you, you know, Damian Lillard always makes that shot every single time. Steph makes that shot. The great player, Durant, makes that shot. And now we're seeing it ton where it doesn't. See, yeah, uh, Kali Stein uh, a, a lot of times at, at the rim as well. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. Yeah. He, he well, goes an, up with such conviction, yeah, too. Like then, he knows it's yeah. going in, and a lot of times it's not close. Well, there's another guy who probably shouldn't be playing. Yeah. I mean, he's starting. I don't tank. I don't know what, but uh, he, he's not good. I mean, that's another one. Again, I, I don't think these guys like this criticism, but when you go back, why did someone get a dunk on the Warriors in half court? You go back through the possession. It's because Collie Stein standing 20 feet away and never decided to go back to the rim. If he had Spellman's motor. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And yet, as bad as it is, you ultimately, as if, if you're a Warriors fan, you look at this and they're. I mean, you can kind of look towards next season with a smile on your face that you could fill out the rotation and it will have more depth perhaps than, than we've seen recently. It won't be as good on the top end. You're not going to have that core in the middle of their primes. You're not going to have Kevin Durant on the team. But, you know, when Looney is healthy, he's a good NBA player. And these other guys, Spellman and Pascal, can come become good NBA players rather quickly. So as bad as the pool thing is, in the aggregate, the the hall of the youngsters that they've brought on board, I think it's more positive than negative. Look, if you if you if you presume like I do that Iguodala will be back next year, <laughs> and you throw in Looney, and you add Pascal Bowman, and I still like and Burks, it's, yeah, Spellman, S- Spellman, yes. Yeah. Is Jacob Evans going to be on this team? Oh, we need to see Jacob Evans. <laughs> is he is he on the Jacob team Evans. actually? Hey, he team. might be one of their better actually, shooters. Yeah, he yeah. was actually yes. looking pretty decent <laughs> yeah. before he got yeah. hurt. He would be really important. He would be important to like guys like Poole and, and Pascal right now. Yeah, like no as question. a connecting player, the Sean Livingston that they were hoping to kind of make him into. And, uh, you know, a guy who doesn't need shots, a guy who can play some defense, and he's just been but out. But a guy yeah. also who's developed a shot, right? Yep. He can yep. get to that elbow and pull up, and he can, he, he looks very comfortable shooting that shot. Which, you know, it would be great for Jordan Poole to see that, right? Yeah. I, I mean, it might mean Jordan Poole won't play anymore if, if Jacob Evans is doing that and getting shots he'll at play, the elbow. He'll play, just not, not as much. Yeah. <laughs> not as much. Here's a question. Uh are there any guys when you because I know this is this is where I've become obsessed, but I just wonder. I want to know from the fans. I want to know from you guys. Are there any draft picks that you think about when you're just hearing about certain guys where you go, that would be intriguing or that would be something I would want to see on this team? It's, it's I, just one dude in Australia that I think. <laughs> two, I think there might be two of them. There might be two of them. Playing for the Illawarra Hawks. <laughs> yeah, right. It's, 
<laughs> I, I know I've just so lost so much interest in college basketball that it's hard for me. Like, it's hard I, to I, I, get I know, into I know, it now after being away from it. Yeah. I'm trying to yeah. watch college basketball. Yeah. Like, this is terrible. Yeah. It literally, the, the, the star doesn't touch the ball, and he doesn't. It's he gets two fouls, and he's out, and I'm watching all the other the guys. 58 passes before a shot yeah. drives yeah. me nuts. Yeah. Like, shoot the ball. So last night I was watching uh, I was watching Washington because they've got two lottery picks playing the South Dakota Coyotes and I'm just watching these Coyotes and these guys just look like you you got them off the street. I mean, the stark differences in college basketball between between the bad teams and the good teams are sometimes just amazing where it's not even it's not even the same sport. And so it's really hard to know it's really hard to know how good somebody is when they're going against the South Dakota Coyote. Did you it's, did it's, you see that uh, Cole Anthony block on the Oregon the Oregon dude tried to dunk and the point guard or two guard really but steps in at the paint and gets the block. What was that hate you were shooting at Cole Anthony? Ethan was that Ethan or was that me? It yeah. might have been me because what concerns me with Cole Anthony is that when he's shooting a lot of time, he holds the ball really far in front of his face on the shooting form and. I don't know how that's going to work at the next level. And if he's rumored to be a number one pick, you know, being a number one pick is a pretty big, you can't have many downsides to, to be a number one pick. So that that's a concern. But I think that was the main thing I said about Cole Anthony. I think, honestly, not to tell tales out of school, I think Slater is the biggest Cole Anthony hater. Nah, you know, I don't just, know. TK's there. I, I, I just see him as Reggie Jackson. I've said this before. I, I see him as a total shoot first point guard, not going to do a whole lot, of, a lot else. Athletic. Can get the shot, you know, can finish, but those guys, you know, they're the sixth man. They're not the lead guy, and I don't, I'm not using the top five pick on a guy I look at as a sixth man. That's my view of him. I might be wrong, but, uh, you know, maybe a poor man, Zach Levine, you know, and I'm only saying Levine as a positive recently because I thought he was terrible early in his career. Just the, I don't love guys who need the ball and don't pass the ball. That's what I don't love. And, or play defense. Or play defense. Well, yeah, forget about defense. And, uh, you know, it or just, not make layups. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, like but I don't say Cole Anthony makes layups. He can do that. But, yeah, there's 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 a top five profile, and I don't think he's it. I, I mean, I think he, he can do some things. I don't think he's top five guy. I will say my main advantage as a draft prognosticator yeah, as you is now that, savvy veteran draft prognosticator. Well, it's like my main advantage is I'm the only person – I'm the only person in America who gets the Pac-12 network. Like that's really my main. That's that's my main advantage. Is I'm the only person on Earth who gets the Pac-12 network and, and can see these games because there are a lot of uh, potential picks in the Pac-12 uh, this season. The so, Pac-12 Australia basketball league combo is really a sweet spot here. You are you are it's a five ninety nine a month. <laughs> it's a it's a West Coast sweet spot because I can potentially stay up for some of these Australia games and I can stay up for the Pac-12 games and um so it's 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 a nice little it's a nice little niche but then i miss out on some other prospects i don't i haven't written at all about uh halliburton because really i haven't gotten a chance to see much of him and i don't want to start talking about guys based on what i heard i want to watch them play i want to have an, a, a, at least a take from from watching them but and not please just like hearing. Please tweet to Ethan how much you love these because he loves hearing it. He's oh, he's man. fully he committed so to this. Into this he's show. so he's he emotionally every committed conversation to this. ends up in Australia <laughs> about a, hey, a sideline oh, yeah, and I'm like, hey, I'm, enthusiasm I'm, is contagious, guys. I'm chatting with Warriors executives and it's Ethan bounds over and wants to talk. Well, they know he wants to talk about the NBL. That's like they know it. It's it's great. Oh, it's yeah, like yeah. He's got this whole this is, this is his corner now. Yeah, yeah, you know. But hey, that's great. Hey, hey, like, I, like, I'm fully supportive of it, by the way. I'm hey, fully hey, supportive of it. I am laughing like, about it, but it's fully supportive. We'll get right back to Warriors Plus Minus, but first, I got a question for you. Ever wonder how to get the hottest new sneakers, the ones that barely hit the shelves? The answer is easy. StockX, a revolutionary new marketplace for buying and selling 100% authentic sneakers, streetwear, watches, and handbags. Millions are already using StockX to find everything after it sells out, from the latest Yeezys to every retro Jordan to the hottest new streetwear from brands like Supreme, Bape, Palace, and Kith. You can even get the Jordans right now, the Jordan 11 breads right now, and they're not even out yet. They don't even come out until December 14th, but they're on StockX. I know because I'm waiting for them to drop at 7 a.m. StockX ensures authenticity 
Every item bought or sold on StockX is carefully inspected by hand to ensure it's 100% legit. Their experts go above and beyond to make sure you never get burned by fakes. StockX has removed all the risk from buying and selling online. Now you can get the hottest, hardest to find kicks without having to deal with a random buyer or seller again. I just got my wife the off-white Blazer Mid Grim Reapers off StockX. And I'll be happy when she opens them for Christmas, knowing that they're 100% real and they are not fakes. Especially for the price I paid, they had better be real. Do you want in on all the hype? You want to get you some Cactus Jacks, some Yeezys, some Jordans? Check out StockX.com slash bball for a surprise offer that won't be around long. That's StockX.com slash bball. Check it out today. Now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. <laughs> I like Amari Spellman. You know, enthusiasm is contagious, right? Like, there's some. I I, I believe it. Hey, I like watching uh, Montrez Harrell play because he enjoys playing the game. I I, I aspire to do the same thing uh, with this here we love go of the, with the Westbrook argument. <laughs> I don't even know what the Westbrook argument. Just because going to a be. dude is foaming at the mouth and wild doesn't mean. He's the only one who loves to play. Mm. <laughs> well, I aspire to be the Russell Westbrook of draft like, analysis. Spaz it on the court, right? Just, uh, uh, he really loves to play. Uh, passion. He's got passion. I, I got. I, I got to say though, I don't feel that way about EuroLeague. EuroLeague is super boring. It's that's eating your vegetables when it comes to watching these guys. Somebody has to do an intervention. Somebody has to go in there. You know, and 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 say, look, I know you guys are enjoying your your Netovich and whatnot, but you gotta you gotta mix it up. You know, these coaches they're so joyless, way too much sharing. That's too funny. Does does Spellman like he 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 mapped out Anthony Anthony Slater got some uh had a good conversation with yeah. him the athletic. Does what he clearly has gone through and overcome to the point where we're like, yo, this guy's intriguing. Is that any hope for Jordan Poole? Because <laughs> rookie year doesn't sound like it was very good for Amari Spellman. Um, that's a good. That's a good. That's a good point. That if um, that if Spellman could pull himself out of the depths, then it's possible. I don't think anybody. I don't think any of us on here are writing off Poole and saying it's over. We're just saying that the indicators I mean, right now are probably, really bad. If it looks like it's over as. The first round pick yeah, who's about that, to be a yeah. you know what I'm saying it's like all right give me two years I'm in this thing yeah. like, it's in the sense of if somebody holds a gun to our head and why they would do it and ask <laughs> us about the future career of of Jordan Poole I don't know but if somebody held a gun to your head and said would this will this guy be in the league in within three three years I think we would say no but that's yeah, just no, making the, the other thing is you know yeah. and, and it's not uh, we don't know but you know, Omari Spellman had a real reason he got too heavy, and that was a you know that wasn't the only thing, but it was certainly the most obvious thing. It was the clear thing, and losing weight was a recommitment to himself, was a recommitment to the game, made him play better, gave him more energy. I don't know that Jordan Poole. We have yeah, Jordan, that may, maybe Jordan there's something. Poole looks that, like he's in perfect shape. Yeah. That is a concern. Yeah, I know. It's like <laughs> I don't know that we have. Maybe there's something. Maybe there's something that we we'll, we won't know for a while. <laughs> But I don't, you know, we can't see it, and we can't see it like that. And so that would be, I think, you know, and he's doing the thing that he's being yeah. drafted to do, which is shoot the ball. Yeah, and but there's not something doing mental yeah. there. Yeah, there's no, no, no way it is, but there's something mental there. Again, and maybe it's over with at some point, but my point would be if you've got a mental thing right now for two and a half months in the NBA, what's this mean that you won't have that again and again yeah, and again? That's what I'm saying, Spellman. Spellman. Well, but he, all, all I know it was, is but it was a th- that we could see that we could but see it was again. A thing, yeah, there yeah. might be something yeah. with Jordan. Uh, no yeah. question, there might be something. And you know, we, we keep talking on when's the game. He's just going to go out and hit five or seven. Man, he did. When, he just had twenty. Yeah. He did. That was just three games ago. No, it was like two of four though. It wasn't five of yeah. seven. Or all, all I know is that it is concerning that Jordan Poole is in five of shape. ten from the field, five of six from three, twenty points. When was that? That when they were getting blown out, when they were getting shelled <laughs> by Miami. Oh, yeah. when it I mean, matter. the shots went in. They, they went in. Yeah. He made well, five out of six okay. threes in Okay, game. he did. It's over. I think he there's something it. interesting. Okay, it's so over. He's the starter next year. You got to forget it. Clay, get rid of Clay now. Dump him. I think there's something interesting here where 
you know, you are more concerned about uh, kind of yips, mental issues than you are about the physical. And I don't know what that is, but it just feels it feels like it's like it's so that when when somebody is having issues and it seems yips adjacent, it's it, you know I'm thinking about Fultz who seems to have corrected himself eventually and is playing a lot better this Fultz, season. Another example. Yep. No question. No question. Yeah. Yeah, Fultz is another example. There's something uh, like that. It's crazy to watch Jordan Poole, like, get the ball, jab, make a move, and shoot it. Like, every part of his being yeah. really believes it's going in. And, and, then, and it's not close. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you don't see that. It reminds me of Above the Rim when Nutso is playing by himself. And it's like, yo, I got this move. I'm about to hit this. And it's not even close. Yeah. Usually you see a guy who's struggling, and if he's got the mental yeah. thing, He's not you shooting. You see it in his body He's language. He's pump faking. Yep, yep, yep. Like, you see nothing And he makes Poole. his free throws, which is another indicator yeah. that he can shoot. I don't know what it is. I've just decided, and I said this earlier, like, there's something in the form that isn't good in, in, in the NBA. There's something that takes too much launch. It takes too much effort for him to get well, to it. Well, that would be a yeah. relief, though, right? Because yeah. that's a matter of mechanics. Well, then you really got to Steph you know, Curry. Yeah, but that, not everybody can just get the mechanics. Yeah. Like That's another thing. Oh, just just copy Steph Curry. No, there's a reason why Steph Curry is Steph Curry, and everyone else hey, isn't. Bring, shoot coach. There's a reason. Shoot there's coach. A reason. Just, oh, but just fix a jumper. It takes some time to fix, a, to fix a jumper. But I do want to say the pool, you know, plays some defense. Again, he does. You look at the stats, and he's th- he's they're way worse with him off the floor on defense. They're really bad with him on the floor, but they're horrendous without him. So there's something there with him. Then he there's needs to stop and, and, and have more energy at the handle. offensive end. Yeah. He's got a decent <laughs> handle. Like he can yeah, he yeah. can do something he with can, it. He's a skilled player. He gets stripped a lot though. That's a, it's also it's also concerning. He just um, yeah. I mean the bottom line is he just should not be playing right now. He should be in the G League. He should be taking his time. He shouldn't be under the weight of having to get 20 points in order for his team to have a chance. Like it's just a lot to ask. For him, but hey, I mean, we got five more months of this. Yeah, <laughs> like, how can we do five months of Jordan <laughs> Poole shows? Five more uh, of this. I love it, man. <laughs> I love it. I can talk about Australia. I can talk about Washington Huskies basketball. Then a couple of months will be like Ethan will be looking up like Israeli basketball. And I have. I'm I gonna be like it, pretty soon he's gonna be asking you to fly to Kosovo for like, yeah, yeah. yeah. How about that Kore- Korean basketball league? I mean, well, yeah, I'm gonna good. just be following Kent hey, Lake hey, up on the road. I, I hear in Nigeria they could really play. Oh yeah, like you should go. I think you should. Yeah, where's check the out next? NBA, H- where's Africa. the next? Uh, the next Hakeem, you know? Where let's let, let's get it. Hey, hey, I I I would be I would be interested. I love prospect potential. Um, and it's it's tantalizing me. Apparently not not so much to the Warriors fans because they've had a fifty three percent drop in ratings. Uh, so but to me, very interesting. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, they're tough to watch. Yeah, but no stuff, no ratings. We do have a solution for this. Uh, Five months, a little bit. Uh, this week, you want to start? You you want to do our, our look back series? Nah, let's, we let, let's let's do it. Let's commit to it fully next time. Let's yeah. Let's, no, no, no. Oh. I mean, like, let's let's do let's get it done. It's not life or death. Come on, guys. It's not it's not life or death. What we're gonna do is we are going to revisit some of the great Warriors games, dive deep into them, some of the most memorable moments uh we're gonna take you back so you don't have to look at the present to bide your time <laughs> while you wait for the future <laughs> what yeah i mean th- there's tons of great games which that one we, 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 what should we start with what are we starting with i don't know you guys had a bunch of nominees there's some real obvious ones but uh, you know i think we should go back, back though. Like what? Like, like 1975? Back, back. No, no. <laughs> Rick no, Barry. Remember that was that great? No, I mean the Warriors are... did start to Steph got drafted. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's yeah. Go. Like, like the first Steph great game as Guard, that kind of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. We can go that. We go chronological. You know what I might want is that really bad game they lost um, when it was them or the Suns for the eighth spot in the lay uh, for the playoffs. I want. I want the full story of what Baron, happened. Oh, yeah, Baron, was that the Baron? Baron? Yeah, Baron. Baron yeah. Baron, Baron was, wasn't he in Park Salt City? For the, Park uh, City for the for movie the, uh, festival. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The film festival. Yeah. yeah, send me out to Hawaii. I've got a great relationship with Don Nelson. <laughs> <I guess laughs> we'll get the bottom of that. Bottom <laughs> of that. We should just do the show from Nelly's poker room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Until we're kicked out. Nah, I just want to see the dogs. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Um, yeah, it's an oddly rich history that sprung up recently. There are a lot of games. Well, that... I saw, I, we, how about the Kobe Antoine Jameson fifty-one fifty-one? 
That, uh, I, I was there for that one. Yeah, that was there. ridiculous. We, we, that was we, ridiculous. We, we were uh, watching that on TV, huh? Yep. Yeah, yeah. And the, or I'm just thinking about the other, the other, Baron, the other the Baron Dunk. Kirilenko. Or it's a little bit sad, we, but the other Kobe one where Kobe, uh, you know, tore his Achilles yeah. in that in that Warriors game. Steph yeah. dropped 47 in that game and almost hit a 90 foot game winner. I don't know. Yeah. He shot it. It was like a last second heave from way by the baseline, and it banked off the rim and went out. I think there's there's a lot of fond memories that people right now uh, are are want want to uh, reconnect with because this war. Oh, and just season, and maybe you know as we talk about it, we, we you know we put it in the you know in the perspective of what's happening now and you know what could happen in the future. I think that it'll it'll be a little bit of the past, a little bit of the present, a little bit of the future as we discuss in the framework of what happened here, and I think it's important. So, yeah, we got some months to do this, so we will be doing this. And if you've got any nominations, send them to Marcus. Uh, but, uh, you know, there's some monster games. You know, we've talked about the Oklahoma City game is the greatest regular gotta season do, yeah. game in Warriors yeah. history and, and the greatest regular season in recent oh, NBA That's history. the greatest game I've ever been to, and especially down there where you sit courtside in Oklahoma City. I'm just ne- I'm never going to forget when Draymond saved the ball and like the ball was bouncing towards us at, by the scorer's table. So you got that view of him sprinting in our direction. I thought there was no way he could get to it. There was, I thought the game was over right there and that was just an incredible night. That was, well, man, not, they don't not, do, yeah. they don't do regular yeah, season yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Anymore. Let's, not, let's, not, let's not burn it already here, but we definitely uh, got to do game seven Clippers warriors. Oh God! Uh, oh that God! Oh, that, that was an amazing that was just one. So that much was, stuff was happening. That wow. was amazing. Chris Man. Paul was hanging on Steph. Yeah. I I just remember. Well, the we could go. Oh, yeah, my Joe Lake of not Joe Lake of Obama is not led into the Warriors locker room yeah. after the game. <laughs> There's all kinds of stuff. Oh, there. Okay, yeah, we'll, Joe we'll, staring we'll, daggers at Mark Jackson. Yeah, we will. Yeah. We will. We will get into it. We will give. We will get you through this year on Warriors plus minus. Uh, no way. We haven't eaten anything new. With it. Chase, have we? Nah, uh, I had no, the I had the uh, top dog, whatever that is, hot dog. Oh, that thing was just, it was that awful. Was it looked terrible. Why yeah. would you eat it? Because I bought it, so I spent uh, some money you on it. Go back. It that looked awful. like it was it part was, of a tire. Let me tell you, let me it tell y'all, was, listeners, yeah. if you haven't been to Chase, what this looked like. If you've ever like made yourself a homemade hamburger, right, and you flatten it, and then you don't do a good job, so it starts breaking off a yep. little bit. So it wasn't round; it was like square. Right, but, but it's in the hot dog yeah, bun. Yeah, That's but, what the name is. And then they the, put yeah. it. It's supposed yeah. to be long, like yeah. a hot dog. Put yeah. a hot dog bun. So you take this this rectangular burger you made, <laughs> right? And then like, hey, you got some white bread, and then you take a craft singles, you fold it in half to make it two, and you put both of them on top of that burger. That's what Tim Kawakami ate at Chase. And, and it was like gristly, and it was. I mean, I don't like ripping food because whatever, but. I did pay for it. I didn't get it for free. And yep. if you know that it's supposed to be from the Olympic Club Burger, which I have had, uh, and it is the greatest burger of all time, you know it's not going to be like that. It's not going to be the same. Like, but it, you got to at least. I, I know yeah, it's got to at least have something. I would be mad if it, I it, a burger has to have a high floor. Yep. It, it, yep. It, 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 you can't lower the floor of the burger. Especially it's Chase like bad Center. Pizza. It's like it, they, it's supposed they, to they be. They should yeah. be upset about it. That was, like, and then I've, I've, other people have had it and said it's been just as bad, and that's horrendous. That's a terrible thing. And, yeah. you know, they have these very nice brands, like these brands that are supposed to be good. And some of them are good. And we've all said that the uh, the, the lobster roll at Sam's is, is really yeah. good. Tacalicious. Like, Bakesell yeah. Betty is not as Bakesell good, Betty. but it's not like yeah. Yeah. And, they're and eating this terrible chicken This sandwich. burger is supposed to be and, – and one of the reasons they have it is because Joe Lacob loves the burger at Olympic Club. I've That's never had it. I've yeah. only heard it's how great really it was. really good. But I'm yeah. looking at this thing, and I'm like, is this what you're talking so about? Bad. This is like when somebody yeah. tells you this girl is really hot, and you see her, and you're like, I mean, she I, it, but it was so bad. It was. So I bad. I am holding out hope for dumpling time. I yeah. don't know if they're gonna open it in twenty twenty five. I'm gonna go to the one inside. Like yeah, to, I, don't even, I, don't I think know. I'm gonna wait. I, I'm gonna look. At, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look because Ethan's already downplaying it. So I'm gonna go look to make sure it's as bad as Ethan yeah. said. Well, there just there weren't many the choices, options. The choices were not good. But yeah, what's what's great about dumpling time in San Francisco is that you've got all these cool options. The the Tom Yum. Uh, red soup dumpling, for instance, is a really cool one, and I just don't see those inside. I hope the outside one is a full restaurant. Uh, that's that's so. the whole now. I would hope. I mean, hope for. 
you don't want to mess that up. And then, you know, there's other options uh, in, in Chase Center. But I just, I wanted to give this burger, I had it one time, it was okay, and then had it a second time. Oh, that the was the second time? Yeah, I mean, I wanted to get, I mean, I didn't the like it the first time. The first time was time. better? Better than that wasn't yeah. good. That so I was disappointed in the first one, and this one was so this was the like uh, seven this steps was the redemption below it. Yeah, burger. it was seven steps lower than that. It was almost inedible. And I I don't try to be picky like that, but you guys saw it. It was it was really bad. bad. Did they oh. call it the Jordan Pool? <laughs> oh no, no, that's <laughs> me. That's me. That's me. Small sample size. Uh, it was really bad, and I just I can say I'm offended by it because I pay, I did pay money. It's not a freebie. And it was no good, and I will never have it again. No, there's no chance. I will never. I, have it again. I gotta have the real. I can't. Yeah, you gotta go Olympic. You gotta go Olympic. You gotta go Olympic club. But then, that then, makes yeah. it like I, that makes I'm it worse. Thinking I'm thinking if I'm an Olympic know, club, I'm like, yo, you can't do my burger like yeah, this. Yeah, this is crazy. It was. It's I've got to try this Olympic club burger. This legendary yeah. burger. Yeah, yeah. I'm very. I've intrigued. heard about this thing. Like it's it's so good. Yeah, it's so. I already know I'm gonna be disappointed. Like just because it's been so. And don't just drive to the Olympic club and go get it. You can't do that. You got to be playing on the course, but. Uh, tour pros like stop there when they're playing at Pebble Beach to have the burger. That's how wow. good it is. Yeah, it's wow. So What's so good, good about it? I mean, What's it's, so good it's about individually it? made. It's one person with fresh beef making it by hand right in front of you. That's literally, there's never beef's never been frozen. It's right there. They just put like two sticks of butter on every. I mean, it's like it's it's a mega burger just made for you, and they probably make 60 of them on the day. That's you know, it's it's individual. It's like the sushi when Jiro hands it to you across the counter. It's just the one person making it. That's it. They're not making th- two thousand of them. They're making sixty of them, and they're handing it one by one to you. And, and, and it's obviously the highest grade. What is it like? Beef. Sixty bucks? No, oh, I mean it's Olympic Club, so you, like the member has to sign for it. I don't even know how much it is. Like you can't. There's no money used. Uh, These are country clubs. You you mm. sign for it, and usually your guest you're a guest of somebody, which I am. I'm not a member of Olympic Club, and they just sign for it. I don't know how much it is. Probably probably ten bucks. You know, it's, it's for the members. So there's not a real value just to part it. Of the yeah, I mean they have to sign for it. There's a cost to it, but um, I mean it's yeah. intriguing the idea because a burger. Can you again, get us in to taste I can't, it? I can't get myself in, so that's probably a no. Joe Lake can get us in. Joe Lake, Steph might might be able to, but um, you got to play the course. It's on the course. It's literally the it's the it's the snack shack. I'll, te- I'll yeah. tear it. I'll what's, tear that green up. Marcus, Marcus, what's your favorite burger? What's your favorite burger? My mama's the one the. The one with the bell peppers in it and the ketchup that turned the bread pink. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, I had this burger and uh, I, it's it's been like chasing my first high. There, there was a burger at the Cherry Cricket in Denver, and it was like this Cajun burger. Oh, yeah, people love that. Did. Love I don't that know place. what they put on that burger, but I like I like a lot of like explosive flavors. I like a lot of seasoning. And it was like they knew me when they made that burger, like because it was caked. I'm a big New Orleans kind of Cajun type. That's my favorite uh, flavor profile. So it was like a Cajun burger for real. It was blackened and it was coated with this seasoning, and I had the blue cheese on it. It was man, it was. And every time I've gone, the burger's never been that good again. So I really think I I think the per- the woman who made the burger was straight trying to highlight me. That's what I think because. <laughs> She made it perfect. Cherry Man. Cricket. I've been trying. I've been trying to find that. There, there's some good ones. There's some other good ones though. Got Gots is probably the yeah, one that, I eat that, the then most. Then they're opening. In, at yeah. sa- at my Staples wife is a huge Gots fan, so we end up there a lot. I, I, I typically like that burger. I used. You know what I used to like that. TK, you actually kind of blew it for me because you said something about it, and then when I ate it again, mm-hmm. I was like, "Yo, he was hella right." Umami. Um, oh, I thought you liked that one. I yeah, did, yeah, but yeah, then yeah. when you had, you was like, it was so salty yeah. that I ate the next it's one. Like, Yo, this is like MSG IV yeah, right yeah, here. Yeah, like, it's, it's a like, little greasy. Yeah, it's a little little greasy. Yeah. You know, I like a I like a you well. It for me, I was in this me. bliss. That's me. And you That's me. Awakened me to. I like literally need some water. Like I took a bite. I was like, "Yo, where's the salt water?" I don't like salty stuff. I don't like salty barbecue. I don't like salty burgers. I don't like. I like. I like. I like salty. T- I just like it like flavor. I like. I, I need some heat with it or something. You can't just be salty and just be salty. Well, That's Ethan, salty. I, Ethan I, is salty. I like burgers, and for some reason, I just don't have that burger, that life changing burger. I loved In and Out growing up. So, if anybody listening to this knows what burger. I should get in the Bay Area. I'm I'm all Marcus ears. knows my favorite burger chain. 
Oh my gosh, it's terrible. What? What? What a burger! It's good. What a burger is good. That's that's not salty. It's the good bun. It's the right condiments. I like what a burger a lot. And I think that's similar to Shake Shack. I've never had Shake Shack, but I think that's similar. It looks similar to me when I see pictures of Shake Shack. So of course I have not. There's no what. There's one Shake Shack in the Bay Area. That would be that would be what. None of them are as good as In and Out. So if no, you're gonna I get not, a fast I do not. Burger, I'm yeah. not in love with In and Out. Wow. I'll eat it, but I, I like what a burger. Like that's so a that's better. a literal character defect yeah, on you. True. <laughs> like you, just, you would choose what a burger over In and Out. I'm just a like, Texas guy. I'm a Texas. A what a burger over In and Out. Texas Tim. From here. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy part. Like where did this come I, I, from? I lived in L. A. That's where In and Out. Unbelievable. I like Fat Burger better than In and Out. That's an L. A. thing. Fat Burger is good. Ethan, you need to find the Five Ten Burger. It's a food truck. Five ten burger food yeah, truck. They're incredible. Yeah, they're I incredible. think I gotta try. I like True Burger in Oakland. True Burger is really good. It's greasy. Yeah, I like it, but I just haven't found that ethereal burger. I haven't found that burger that changes my life. And, Olympic uh, Club. Olympic Club would be the. Burger. I want this Olympic now. Club. Like now, this is a life. This is a <laughs> yes, life of mission. Course, right. TK now. tells me something I can't ever get. Right? <laughs> I yeah. can't get. I can't get. <laughs> oh, no, you gotta have this burger. You, gotta, you might get no, arrested. The, the trying problem to get it, is but. Chase Center decided to put the freaking thing in their arena and then then failed. That's the problem. Like I wouldn't be talking about it if they didn't do it, but that's what they did and. Total failure. Total failure. Hopscotch has a great burger that I was eating it, and then that's when I found out it had a beef tongue. It blended in the meat, and I just mm. couldn't eat it anymore. What's wrong? Well, you realize that's going to be like all sorts of things are blended into your burger that you don't even yeah, know. Yeah, but I don't know. From. That's the point. So and tongue is good. I mean, tongue me. tongue is, tongue is not, good. You, me and Rusty used to deal with this all the time. I can't deal with the awful foods. <laughs> the O F F A L. Yeah, but what I is that? Like, what is that? That's only Americans, it seems, do that. Where you know, hey, if it's all mixed together, hey, that's great. But if we know the hey, part, then I'll say the best burger I've had in the city. We, we can't. Marlowe. Marlowe is a really good burger. And town, same. I think same ownership. Uh, those are solid, solid burgers. Great chicken sandwich too. But those are the best. Where's Mar- Marlowe's right on Fourth. Not too far from here. Not too far. From I need here. to try this. I need to try this hopscotch burger. I'm intrigued by the tongue in the burger. That's yeah. the, <laughs> nah, buddy. That's, chill. It was it was good till you till you till they dropped that bomb on you. You like that's lingua. That's delicious. Yeah, nah, yeah, you'd that's, love it. You'd love it. It's, I mean, that's one of the reasons I, I I love all that stuff. And and out in uh, you know Conquer, my favorite taco place is uh, Buche Tacos. Uh, those those are fantastic. I like when I know what part it is. It's it, it's better for some reason. Uh, also try belly burger, but all right, we're out of here. That's enough burger talk. People are gonna uh, love the burger talk. I mean, uh, we're gonna hear about the burger talk more than anything on this show. I, I, I believe it. I believe it. I, I predict. I'm a. I'm a. I got. I'm a blue cheese on the burger. No, Ugh. I, I, nothing like blue cheese. Too on salty. The too salty. Yeah, Tim. Too over. It overpowers the taste of the beef. I like the taste of the beef. I like the contrast. Yeah, the no. contrast. I, like I just don't like blue. I just don't like blue cheese yeah. at all. Either. I like gri- I like grilled onions and pickles on a burger. That's what I'm partial to. Jeez, grilled onions and pickles? That's a lot. Yeah. That's yeah. a lot. That's like a tang overload. That's what you put on a hot dog, not, yeah. not you put on a burger. But anyway, that, we'll, we'll get into it part oh, two yeah. later. In this, later Go in try part some foods to chase. <laughs>